Welcome to the Librarian Influencers Podcast. Each week, our host, Dr. Laura Shinneman, dives deep into school library topics to help you build your skills and take charge of your own professional development. Her mission is to create an environment where librarians flourish and become lifelong learners. Now, on to today's podcast. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Librarian Influencers Podcast, and today I've got Kayla McNaughton with me. So Kayla, go ahead and tell us about your time in the library. Well, thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, the library has always been my favorite place um, from a really young age. I was always a really avid reader. I was always an advanced reader, and it was just something that I was very content to curl up with a book, and I didn't really need to go to the mall with my friends. That was never my thing. Mm -hmm. So when I started thinking about college and what I would want to do, um, I have a family of teachers. Okay. So that was kind of the first, the first direction I went in. So I got my bachelor's in secondary education and right at the end, when I was starting to think like, okay, what next? What do I want to get my master's in? I was actually a page at my public library. Okay. And one of the directors asked, are you going to school for library science? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and they like brought me in, they had a conversation and they were like, okay, so clearly this is the direction that you belong in and you don't know about it. And I was like, it just never, it never even dawned on me, even though this was like, that's where I would go. I would go to the the library for all of my books and that's where like I looked forward to my huge like to be read stack and mm-hmm. it just never dawned on me that that was the direction that I should be bringing my own education in nice. so sorry it was it was just like the, the perfect the perfect situation it was the perfect intervention when I needed it most and it works out that in I'm from New York And in New York, you have to have your master's in order to be a librarian. Okay. And we have two different types of programs that you can go through. You can go through to be a school librarian or a public librarian. Okay. And because I had already done my undergrad in education, I was able to become dual certified without having to do all of the ed tpa and everything because i already had the education background okay so i was able to kind of mix and match my classes and it was just the perfect recipe for me we'll say it was it was great that's neat so if you were going to go into school library in new york you do have to be a teacher or at least have that certificate is that you don't if If it's a complete career change, um, there are just extra classes. Okay. And I know that it's called Ed PPA, and I know that it gives a lot of anxiety and a lot of headaches. I know that it's a lot, it's a lot of extra work. Um, I believe that there's more extensive portfolios that are required, and I think you actually have to tape yourself teaching. Oh. And yeah, it sounds really (laughs) uncomfortable, and I'm so happy that I didn't have to do it. <laughs> That's great. So Very it worked good. out. It worked out nicely for me. That's awesome. So where are you right now? Like where, where are you working in a library? Now I'm actually fresh out of the library and it's, uh-huh. it's a, it's a new situation. Um, 
my position is called a teacher integration specialist, okay. but I work for the school library system. Okay. So basically what it means is I now work with all 51 school districts in my county. Okay. And I am able to work with all of the school librarians in those districts oh, and I provide them with support in whatever they need. Okay. So it is amazing. I was really, really nervous about it at first because I started in July, actually. So during the pandemic, I completely like switched roles. Uh -huh. For the past five years, I've been an elementary librarian. And when this came, it was a really hard decision because I loved being in the library. I loved working with my littles. But I knew like that this position was kind of really calling for me. Mm -hmm. And I knew that if I didn't do it now, I wasn't going to do it. I was going to stay comfortable. Um, so I figured, what the heck? We're already in the middle of a pandemic. Everyone's world is already turned upside down. Why not switch, <laughs> why not switch careers? So are you working from home right now or how, how is that working out? We're kind of doing a hybrid model. I go into the office a couple days a week um, and I've been doing webinars. I, I'm just doing Zoom webinars and if, um, because in New York, all of our districts are kind of taking it day by day a little bit. We all have our plan in place, but as we learned in March, it's great to have plans, but be ready to throw them out the window because you might need to really just go with the flow and whatever that day brings. So some schools are doing a hybrid model and some are doing all in person, some are doing like A day, B days. So I, I say that my day is office hours. Mm -hmm. And if you have 15 minutes, let me know and we'll do whatever we can for you when you have the time. Yeah. Because our, our librarians are kind of all over the place. We have schools that have lost librarians. So now people are split between schools. Mm -hmm. um, there are people that have lost their space because it's needed to be used as classrooms. So they're on a cart. So prep periods aren't really as, as concrete right now as we would like them to be. So whenever they have time for me, I have time for them. And it has been incredible. It really has. I keep saying that this is the dream job that I didn't know existed <laughs> because this is this is what I love to do. I love to work with educators and I love to, I love to learn. Mm -hmm. And if I'm going to teach somebody something, I have to learn it first. Definitely. So for me, it's a win-win. And from a selfish point of view, I loved working in the elementary library because I loved working with my kids. They were, they were my children just as much as my own son is mine. Mm -hmm. And they knew that. They knew that I loved them. So now, if I'm working with all of these different school librarians, I'm actually still reaching all of their littles too. Awesome. So I am doing it for the educators, but I'm also doing it because if I can help one teacher learn a new skill 
or help a librarian feel more comfortable collaborating with a classroom teacher, mm -hmm. I'm now helping those kids too. So I'm still getting to teach, mm -hmm. just not in front of the kids anymore, but I still get to reach them and that's what I love. That's awesome. Very well, that's an exciting transition for you. So when you, I'm sure you're, you're seeing some people that are brand new on the job. Um, mm -hmm. Think back to when you were brand new, you know, in the library, what, what are like some of your memories from that time? Or what's your advice? Like if you could give advice to yourself back then, what, what would you say to yourself? Jump in. Because <laughs> I remember I was so nervous. I, I came in and I was left with really big shoes to fill. The librarian before me was absolutely amazing. She was an incredible librarian. She was great with the staff. The kids all loved her and she wasn't leaving the district. She actually became a lead teacher in the district. So she was still very much around and it was amazing because she was just, she's such a good person. She was also an incredible mentor. She really wanted me to be successful, but because she was so loved, I didn't want to change anything. I didn't want to come in and rock the boat. And I had all of these ideas and I really held back a lot. And I, I wish that I hadn't because it turns out she was like, oh my gosh, I never even thought to do that. I wish you had done it sooner. Mm -hmm. And it just, it made it a lot harder to change things later on. Mm -hmm. If I had just come in as the new person and said, hey, I'm new and this is what I want to try. Um, I think that would have been a little bit easier than kind of following the routine that she had set and yeah, following yeah. the expectations because then when year three came and I did try to like change a couple things here and there, the staff was like, where is this coming from? But at the same time, I had built relationships with them. So they, they gave me the benefit of the doubt, but it was, I think it would have just been easier in the beginning. So if I could give advice to new, libra new librarians, I would say, just go for it. Yeah. Go for it. There's a reason that you got hired. You're good because these jobs are far and few between. So if you got picked, that means that you're special and you've worked your tail off to get here, regardless of what state you're in or anything. Everyone requires an education to do this. And it's not easy. There's no such thing as an easy program. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, everyone would do it. That's true. And, true. and they're not. So you did it and you're, you're ready. Yeah. So yeah. if the administration that picks you knows you're ready, then you should know. Yeah. And just yeah. dive in. But it is a big mind shift change. You know, you're so, you know, you, you're hoping that you're ready, but you just really, you're right. You have to just jump in, step forward and do it because you you've trained and prepared and you've got everything ready. Definitely. All right. So now you, you know how, what your impact was like before, and you're going to start seeing librarians. Um, I know when I moved to a job similar to yours, it was so interesting because I knew how I did library. I knew how my district did library. And then when you start seeing um, all these other libraries, your eyes are really opened up, you know, to the kind of, things that are possible that you never imagined, you know, that a librarian could do. But when you just think back about yourself, what kind of influence did you see yourself having as a school librarian? 
I'm a little ashamed to say that when I was in the library, I never thought of myself as having an influence. Really? I really never did. And I, I don't know why, mm -hmm. because now I'm working with all of these librarians and like my, my thought is that without the librarian, the library is just a room of books. Mm -hmm. And that's great. Books are amazing. They can take you to places that you've never been before. But the librarian is the real magic that can put the right book in the right person's hand or can really just be there and help you with whatever you need because we're kind of magicians. And I, I never saw myself that way. <laughs> and I wish that I had because I might have really like jumped on that and put myself out there a little bit more because as I got more comfortable in the schools, I would start joining more committees and I was always just kind of in the background. And as I started coming up front more, people were like, oh my God, you have really good ideas. I do, I really do. And I just never had the confidence in the beginning to voice those. So I, maybe if I had, I would have seen myself more as an influencer yeah. and now working with the other school librarians, I'm like shoving it down their throat. I'm like, don't forget how amazing you are. Don't forget. Like right now it's unfortunate, but we do have to advocate for ourselves a lot more than other positions. Mm -hmm. And I don't want them to forget that they are what make the library so special that without them, it's just a room yeah. that has books. And I love books with everything I am, but you need the librarian to make it a really magical place. Yeah. So I never saw myself as an influencer. And now I'm not letting any of the librarians in my area forget just how amazing they are. <laughs> And part of that too um, is building around you a network of people, you know, that are going to, that are taking action and doing things. And it's kind of contagious, you know, when you're, oh, you know, you see that, you're like, I could do that, or I, I could try something close to that. But so part of that really is going to be, and even what you do now, maybe you can network and help people kind of connect. And um, one, one thing that, um, that my agency does, which they've they started um right before the pandemic really hit so i was able to take part of it as a school librarian and now on in this position too so i can see both sides we have what we call tuesday talks okay and it's not always on a tuesday but the alliteration makes it fun and it's a zoom meeting that is not recorded okay and we all just come together and we talk so it's all different districts. It's different grade levels. We do have it split between like the primary and the secondary, um, but some of our schools overlap. So you might have a primary with someone that actually teaches up to eighth grade. So it, you still get that nice mix. Yeah. And we talk about what we're doing. We talk about what we want to do. We kind of brainstorm through ideas. We were trying to figure out how to encourage summer reading when at the time the public libraries weren't open, we weren't in our schools anymore to talk to our kids. What kind of prizes could we be doing? We didn't know if we'd be going back in September. There were all of these variables that have never come into play before. Mm 
-hmm. And with those talks, we were able to, to brainstorm with each other. And it was just, it was amazing how, how we all just came together. And it really was the purest form of collaboration because nobody, nobody was saying, this is what you need to do. All of us were coming to these, these talks on, on the same playing field. Mm-hmm. And we were all walking away with ideas. And every week we were coming back and we were like, okay, I was thinking about what you were talking about last week and I had this idea. And then it made me think of this. So what do we think? And it was just very, very pure. And it was therapeutic because yeah. you need yeah. to be able to talk to people that are in your same, same boat. Definitely. And it was just, it was great. And it kind of made me more comfortable about like voicing concerns and offering up ideas to people that I didn't know. Yeah. Cause sometimes that can be hard even when you're trying to build your, your network. Of course we all want to meet other librarians and, and I, I prefer um, Instagram. That's how I like build my online mm-hmm. with other librarians. And I give a lot of like my outgoing credit to those Tuesday talks. Because it just made me more comfortable with talking to people. So now when I see people posting about these amazing programs they have or these incredible displays that they have on their book carts, I don't hold back. I'm like, oh my gosh, how did you make that? I need to know you're incredible. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's great. It's amazing to be able to talk with people that are doing the same job as you, but doing it so differently and just getting ideas. Right. Well, that's awesome. So have those talks continued now with the start of this new school year? They have. They have. And it's so nice. And now we're even trying to pull in the public librarians as well to get collaboration between the school and the public. Um, Because I think that will be really helpful because, again, we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. And so the public libraries have seen a drop in their numbers, which you would expect right now. And the school libraries, we're kind of trying to help as much as we can our kids that might not have the same resources at home as some of our other students. So our thought was if the school library can help promote the resources that the public library has, Mm -hmm. then we can help all of our students and they could increase their numbers and get more people in and more people using the ebooks or even just kind of sitting in the space and taking part of the programs that are going on. Mm-hmm. Of course, we still need to maintain social distancing and follow all of the guidelines, but they are open and our kids could really benefit from what they have. So we are still having our Tuesday talks. But I think once a month, we're hoping that we can get more of the public librarians to take part so we can just get like all of the collaboration with all of the people is bring them all in. (laughs) Our team. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, I had asked you a little bit about um, something that you're passionate about and you had made the comment about that the librarian is so much more than just a space. So tell me a little bit, what did you mean by that? Well, when our schools were opening up, I, I needed the librarians that I was going to be working with to understand that no matter what this school year looked like, they are still amazing and they are very much still needed. 
like I said before, some of them don't even have a space anymore. It's being used as a classroom. Um, they're working off of a library cart. The kids aren't able to come in and browse. So that can, if you've identified yourself with, this is my library and I'm the librarian of this room, I feel like that can be a really big challenge. And I wanted, I wanted my librarians to understand that that's not the case. That room is nothing without them. It's nothing. And we ran a workshop in the beginning of the school year of different ways that they could advocate for themselves and to still, to still be very relevant with the staff and the students and just, just still be them. Because I think that might be the hardest part when you've been completely displaced and your, your life is so different than it ever was. A lot of our schools, the administration would be asking about book circulation statistics. Well, that's not really going to be an accurate representation when our kids can't look at books. But that doesn't mean that the librarian isn't still supporting the classroom teachers by gathering resources. It doesn't mean that they don't have any connection with their kids. On the elementary level, I know that a lot of the librarians were guest readers and they were like the surprise, they would record themselves and the class would be surprised by seeing a video of, of their librarian reading to them. Yeah. And there, there are just, there are different ways to be there, but you're so much more than a space. You are a person and you are, you're the magic. It's not that room. So whether you are in that space and only getting to see a couple of kids a day, or if you are walking around with a book cart and you're pushing into classrooms, no matter where you go, the magic is going with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You are the driving force and it's going to be really, really hard right now to remember that because you're going to be facing obstacles every single day. And I wish that weren't the case, but that's just the reality right now. So put a sticky on your mirror that says, I am more than a space. If that's, if that's what it takes to have that visual reminder, um, because you are, you're so much more than that room. So no matter where you go, that's where you belong. And it's, it's not that room. Communities are often tied to a space like that. You know, we, we just, you, know, you think of the coach, you think of the gym. You, know, you think of the librarian, you, you think of the library. And that's even about, you know, even just with yourself, just realizing what you're exactly what you're saying. I am more than just this space. But, and I know I've done some recent um, posts about elevator talks and, and it's in a way you're boiling down to what you really are in your essence. You know, what, what role are you really playing? You're not playing the role of the decorator of the library, you know, or the, the, um, organizer of the books on the library, but you're really getting down to the nitty gritty about who you are and the role that you play um, on a campus. And I, I think that if you can kind of start seeing it that way, then you're, then you're not as tied to that physical space, you know, like you're talking about. Right. It kind of feels like an identity crisis <laughs> of like, who, who am I without my space? Who am I? Yeah. So something that um, we had a lot of conversations with, with each other about like, what is it that 
that you really enjoy doing? Do you really enjoy hosting professional development for the staff that's in your building? Have, have a lunch and learn session. Teach them a new tech tool if that's what you're really interested in. Or maybe you want to highlight databases that your library has to offer. Go for it. Or if, if you're really enthusiastic about getting the books in kids' hands, then figure out how to help them access ebooks. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that makes you really happy and really enthusiastic and you feel really dedicated and motivated by it, that's what you need to focus on. You need to show that you are still just as incredible. Mm -hmm. If you thrive by gathering resources and being able to show like, look, these are the new activities. These are the new magazines I found. Look at this amazing article. I found this new website. Do it. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that is going to fill your cup is going to help you fill others. You need to make yourself happy. You need to be confident in what you're doing and it needs to make you happy because that's why you went into this. Mm -hmm. This is what you wanted to do. So find some way that you still get to do that even when the whole world is turned upside down because <laughs> it is possible. It's tricky. It's definitely tricky, but it's absolutely possible. Very good. All right. Okay, so you have shared so many tips today, so much wisdom, um, and you've only been in your role previously for five years. That's awesome that you've got all that experience and things to share with others and you're willing to share. Um, so what, what do you, like, how are you going to keep yourself fresh? Like, I noticed that's something with some speakers is that they haven't been working around students or, you know, a, a real school setting themselves for a long time. Um, so what are your plans? Like, how will you stay sharp so that you can keep spreading all this greatness to all the other librarians? I'm always asking the librarians in the area, what do you want more of? What do you want to workshop on? What do you want to learn about? What do you want to try? And from there, I just, I'm like, okay, then we'll do that in a month. And now I have a month to learn everything I can about it. <laughs> So it's kind of whatever, whatever I hear about, I'm going to look into it. That's just how I am. Yeah. And I think that's what makes me really good for this position. This was the perfect fit for me. Mm -hmm. It's constantly going to be changing. The workshops that I'm doing this year are probably going to be irrelevant next year. And that's okay. I'm okay with that because it just means that I have something else to learn. And I think that's what's going to keep me fresh, the kind of necessity behind it. I don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. If I want to be successful and I don't want to feel like I'm drowning in, <laughs> in all of these, these new uh, discoveries that I'm going to have to learn about, um, I need to just kind of put myself out there and see, see what I can find. If somebody is posting about something, I'm, I'm going to kind of follow that rabbit hole and get back to the beginning and see what it is. And I think, I think that's just kind of what I need to do. Okay. All right. So if any of our listeners are not in your county in New York, <laughs> I want to connect with you and learn from you, where can they find you online? I'm big on Instagram. I think that is like my platform. I know some people have a couple. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'm, I'm on Twitter. I don't even know what my Twitter handle is. <laughs> that it's just, it's very overwhelming for me. So I'm on Instagram and I am simply underscore library. And I actually rebranded when I knew that I was going to be on here with you <laughs> because I, I needed to figure out what, what my Instagram was going to be. I had been in the, in the library and now I'm not. So I needed to kind of figure out that identity crisis. And I came, I'm simply library, anything and everything to do with the library. Awesome. So that's me. Awesome. Well, Kayla, thank you so much for sharing with all of our audience today. It's been a pleasure learning from you. And, and I, I already follow you, but I, I hope you get many more new followers um, after this podcast airs. So. Thank you so much. This has been incredible. Well, you have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you.